If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Center all night. The Dolphins write their name into the history books. They had to fake to a back to throw. Looking over the middle, wide open. Tariq Hill, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Which teams will remain undefeated after a full slate of Week 3 NFL action? Jackson will keep it, running to the right, looking to throw. Nothing there. He darts his way to the 5, sidestep the man. Touchdown, Ravens. Playoff races continue to heat up across baseball. Wisdom drives one in the air. Get out the tape measure. Long gone. Cubs lead. Plus, the WNBA semifinals tip off with a pair of games. Bonner, one second left. Bonner fading and hitting at the buzzer. Dewana Bonner knocks it down. This is Sports Center All Night. I mean, she's a pop star. She's a tremendous singer, tremendous at everything she does, and I haven't got to meet her. Um, but, I mean, I guess if, it's, if she ends up being with Travis, then I'll probably get to meet her at some point. So it uh, seems, like seems like a good person, so uh, hopefully I get to meet her one day. Here's Jay Reynolds. Sports Center all night, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80, the Eras Tours swinging through Kansas City. Kind of. That's straight ahead. The Eras Tour, though, with a bit of a gap before it lands just over a year from now in Miami. And that brings us to the eye-popping matchup that we saw on Sunday. Broncos at Dolphins. This one was close until about 90 seconds into the game. Play action fake to a back to throw. Looking over the middle wide open. Tyreek Hill the 20. The 10. The 5. Touchdown Miami. Tyreek Hill wide open. On WQAM, I'm sure they would have gone on to tell you it was a 54-yard score on the third play of the game. Dolphins out in front. They'd be up 14-7 after the first quarter. No biggie. Miami would lead 35-13 at the half. Third quarter. Fourth and goal. They give it to Mostert. Touchdown, Miami. He scores again. That's why you go for it on fourth down right there. When you have that kind of confidence in your own line. Back to throw Tua. Flips it out to Mosher. Mosher, 20, 15, and 10, 5. Touchdown. His fourth of the day. Raheem Moster using the blocks, running down the sideline, cuts back inside. He's got himself another touchdown. Dolphins would... With a couple more touchdowns in the third quarter, they'd add a couple more in the fourth, and they'd be out out in front 63-20. to 20. And guess what? Barrios in motion. The pitch to A-chain. Oh, oh, the left side. 40, 50. He's gone. 30. Nobody's going to catch the A-chain. Touchdown, Miami. Well, you want to see A-chain speed at its best? What a day. The rookie out of Texas A&M has had... He just runs past everybody. 
Sanders for the extra point, and it's 70. 70 to 20. You heard that correctly. 70 to 20. That would be the final. Dolphins, fourth team in NFL history to score 70 points in a single game. How? Coach Mike McDaniel. Oh, that's a lot of players executing a lot of things um, to a standard that's unrelenting. Um, you know, I think that you, you see where guys are at, um, for me, when you have a, a lead. Um, so many leads are vulnerable in this league. Um, so, you know, we talked at length um, all off season. You go, um, you know, just about adversity. And sometimes adversity is having um, a, a score to lead because you can let the atmosphere dictate um, your product. Uh, so what I saw from um, a lot of guys, and specifically when you're talking about um, that type of production, well, that, that's, that's guys really taking, taking it to heart. Dolphins, 130 points this season, second most through three games in NFL history. Tua Tagovailoa, 23 of 26, completion percentage of 88.5. Throws for 309 yards and four touchdowns. I take a lot of pride in uh, how we perform and how we do things offensively. I, I just think it's, it's like anything else if it's a week one deal. You know, you're either Super Bowl contenders or you're the worst team in the league. So, I, I, you know, I, I try not to pay attention to any of that. Try to, uh, you know, talk that kind of mindset into our guys offensively. Uh, when, when we go, you know, our team goes. Tua completed each of his first 17 passes en route to the win. Dolphins get the win. Broncos are 0-3 for the third time in the past five seasons. Coach Sean Payton. I'll be brief. Obviously, uh, that was embarrassing and uh, tough to watch. Aside from the kick return, there weren't a lot of positives to take from that game. Um, you know, we had our opportunities offensively early, two penalties, you know, take touchdowns off the board, and I don't know that – I think they punted one time. So it would be one thing to say, hey, we're, we're going to get on to the next game, but um, we have to watch that tape, you know. And so tomorrow will be, you know, be tough for a lot of players, tough for us too as coaches. Broncos hadn't started 0-3 in a season since 1999 prior to this stretch of three in the last five. Also happened in 2019 and 2020. Sports Center all night, ESPN Radio. Miami goes to 3-0. They're the only 3-0 team in the AFC, the only unbeaten team in the AFC. There are three unbeatens remaining in the NFC. There's the 3-0 Niners who beat the Giants on Thursday. There are also the Eagles and the Buccaneers. They're both at 2-0. and They meet in one of the Monday Night Football matchups. That one's on ABC and ESPN Plus at 7 o'clock Eastern. And so long as they don't tie, one of them will take their first loss. One will be 3-0. and Denver, with that loss on Sunday, falls to 0-3, one of two winless teams in the AFC. The others, the Bengals. They also play Monday night, 8 o'clock Eastern. They'll host the Rams on ESPN and ESPN2. In all... Five teams still without a win in the NFL. Among them, Chicago, 
although the Bears falling to 0-3 on Sunday may not be the most memorable thing that came out of Kansas City. Third and seven, Mahomes. And the Chiefs at their own 39, a twist by the Bears. Mahomes sees it. Comes near side, Marquez Valdez-Scantling at the 30, near side, 25. Hit from behind. This one will stand. And Patrick Mahomes is now over 25,000 yards passing in his career. With that 38-yard pass to Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Mahomes the fastest to get to 25,000 passing yards in National Football League history by seven games. Yes. Certainly a memorable moment for Mahomes reaching 25,000 yards in 83 games. The previous mark was 90 by Matthew Stafford. Still, though, that wasn't what folks were talking about. Third down goal to go for the Chiefs at the three-yard line. Mahomes looking right. Back of the end zone. Caught. Touchdown! Kansas City for the 48th time. Finds Travis Kelsey. Nine yards deep in the end zone. And the Chiefs lead 40 to nothing. Three touchdown passes for Patrick Mahomes. 106.5 the Wolf. The Chiefs wind up with a 41 to 10 win. Travis Kelsey with the touchdown catch there. And he does it with Taylor Swift sitting up in the box with his mom. Patrick Mahomes with the win, the three touchdown passes, the passing milestone. But did he meet Taylor Swift? She's a pop star. She's a tremendous singer, tremendous at everything she does. And I haven't got to meet her. Um, but, I mean, I guess if, it's, if she ends up being with Travis, then I'll probably get to meet her at some point. So uh, it seems like, a good, seems like a good person. So uh, hopefully I get to meet her one day. Did you know she was going to be here? Did you tell anyone that? Yeah, but he, he told he told me at like the last minute, but there's some things with Trav where he kind of just says it, and you're like, you don't know if it's true or not. Andy, sorry in advance. That's all right. Taylor Swift? You know what? I've met her before. <laughs> Adam, I set him up. I just leave you with it. Chiefs got the win over the Bears. Mahomes, 272 yards passing. 22nd career game with three touchdown passes and no interceptions. Mahomes, 96 touchdown passes, targeting running backs and tight ends since 2018. Second most has 57. Mahomes with 96. For Andy Reid, 271st win as a head coach. Passes Tom Landry for the fourth most by a head coach in NFL history. Chiefs get the 41-10 win. Bears now 13 straight losses. Longest streak in team history. They've lost six straight road games. Coach Matt Eberflus. The guys hung in there tight. They were tight. They were they were together. You know, there was never any you know dissension or, or finger pointing or any of that stuff. I don't. I didn't think. I didn't feel that it was effective. You know, affecting us at all. Uh, to be honest with you, that that locker room is tight, and it's going to have to be tight now. I mean, there's going to be a lot of outside noise, and we got to do a great job of just staying together. He says there's no finger pointing, but it does come on the heels of this week's mentioned by Justin Fields about the coaching having him overthinking things on the field. Of course, nobody on this team wanted this, but um, I, I don't know if I would call it a, call it a reality check, but because um, I do think the guys every day um, come in and, you know, focus get better, I think, uh, our fast Friday. I think we did have a good practice then. So um, I think we just got to keep working and um, just, just win this next one coming up. Bears looking to win the next one coming up. They do match up with the Broncos next, so he could be onto something there. Matchup of 0-3 teams. Sports Center All Night ESPN Radio. We've been surprised by some of the margins of victory. Maybe not surprised by many of the results.
from Sunday. But then there's what we saw in the desert. In week two, the struggling Giants rallied from down three scores to beat Arizona. In week three, the Cardinals did get a win against the NFC East. Snap is back. Prescott looking. Now he's throwing in the end zone. It's intercepted. Kazir White intercepted it on the pass to the post and takes a knee for a touchback. First turnover of the year for the Cowboys, and the Cardinals have it back with a 12-point lead. 105.3, the fan. Cardinals beat the Cowboys 28-16. Dak Prescott did throw for a touchdown, but also had his first interception of the season in the loss. Yeah, we've got to do better. Um, just as a, as a team, as a unit, myself, got to make some throws, uh, maybe use my feet more. Um, obviously, that's, a, that's an area that we haven't been good in these last two weeks, and even with the win last week, uh, that, that was the sore spot in the win, and obviously, look at this loss, move the ball up and down the field and just couldn't score, and so that's your reason um, for this loss, and so uh, we've all got to get back to the to the drawing board. Um, starts with me um, and making some throws and some plays, as I said, with my feet, and I'm um, trying to get it done. Dak Prescott, first interception of the season at 15 last year. Dallas losing to Arizona. They went in as an 11-point favorite. Third largest upset in the last quarter of a century. Sports Center All Night, ESPN Radio to baseball, and what a turnaround we've had in the American League races. The AL West has turned right around this weekend. He just needs three leadoff home runs to tie the Major League record. And he swings and hits one high in the air to deep center field. Julio going back. He's at the wall. He leaps and he knocks it over the wall. Off the glove of Julio Rodriguez and over the center field fence. It's another two-home run game for Marcus Simeon, and it's 7-2. 105.3, the fans. Six homers for Texas and a 9-8 win over the Mariners as they complete the sweep of Seattle. Royals, meanwhile, beat the Astros 6-5. Astros are 3-9 and over their past 12 games. So the AL West now has the Rangers on top, two and a half games ahead of Houston, who led the division going into the weekend series. ESPN analyst Jessica Mendoza. On September 10th, okay, so this is less than two weeks ago, they had an 80% chance of winning that division. They're done down to 20% after the loss today. How quickly that has turned around and against the teams that they're losing against. I mean, I know we keep saying it, but the Royals and the A's. Meanwhile, you got the Texas Rangers and the Mariners. They're playing each other the seven out of the last ten games. Mariners just get swept. I feel like when you're looking at the wild card race, whoever loses this series in those seven games is not making it into the playoffs. Rangers lead the West. Astros two and a half back. Seattle three out. Houston holds the third wild card spot in the American League. Seattle a half game out of that spot. As for the AL East, that is also a two and a half game spread. 3-2. Rutschman left side. That's down for a base hit. Mateo jogs home. Quan with a sliding stop. Rutschman digging in for second with a slide. He is safe. Adley Rutschman with an RBI double, and the Orioles make it 4 nothing. WBAL, Orioles a 5-1 win over the Guardians. Orioles' 97th win of the season, their most since 1997 when they won 98 games. Orioles win, Rays unable to keep pace. They fall to the Blue Jays 9-5. Blue Jays remain in the second wildcard spot. Rays remain in second place in the AL East, 2.5 behind the Orioles. Orioles' magic number to clinch the East is now three. Speaking of looking over your shoulder, that's next. Sports Center All Night continues. It's ESPN Radio. 
Hi, this is Evan Cohen. The cruel summer continues into the fall and maybe the winter for the Denver Broncos. Oh, man, the Jets can't shake off that injury from Aaron Rodgers. Don't blame me. It's all about unsportsmanlike. 6 a.m. Eastern, Monday morning on ESPN Radio with me, Evan Cohen, Michelle Smallman, and Chris Canty. ESPN2 and ESPNU. This is SportsCenter All Night on ESPN Radio. Enjoy cleaner, safer, and more private internet daily. Be more cyber zen. For a limited time only, get our special offer at NordVPN.com. With a few simple clicks, NordVPN will block online trackers and hide your virtual location. It will secure your devices from malware-infected downloads and block access to malicious websites. Enjoy Internet without trackers. Internet without malicious websites. Internet without malware-ridden files. Imagine your data more secure. Your connection protected. Be more cyber zen. Take advantage of our special offer now at NordVPN.com. NordVPN, cybersecurity built for every day. It's Evan Cohen coming up Monday. We'll recap all the football action from the weekend as well as get you ready for two Monday night games. It's on Sportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. This is Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. As Jerry Jones would say, uh, we got to pay Micah. You know, we got to pay Micah Parsons because that man is a dog, a straight dog. Tommy dog, doggy dog, mighty dog, underdog. I don't give a damn what kind of dog you name. My kids just got a new dog named Sam. It could be that dog. Michael Parsons is that dude. Two sacks, three tackles for loss, four quarterback hits. Check out more from Freddie and Harry weekdays at 3 Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Monday, Carlin versus Joe Belichick still owns the Jets. Taylor Swift sees the Chiefs embarrass the Bears, and the Dolphins put up 70. Monday, Carlin versus Joe. Noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. What's up, kiddos? I'm Clinton Yates, host of the podcast ESPN Daily. Every weekday morning, I'll bring you the best sports story you'll hear all day. Today, on ESPN Daily, Andrew Hawkins helps us make sense of a mind-boggling day in the NFL and looks ahead to tonight's Monday night matchups. That's ESPN Daily. Follow us and listen wherever you get good podcasts. DJ K-Dub checking in, previously on the Fine Bomb Show. Let's get a new opening actor. It's getting a little old, okay? And let's bring Willie Nelson and family on the show, and let's get, let's get a new song here. I, I, I just think the song's getting a little stale. I didn't know if, uh, you know, anyone else... I'm the only person who ever calls and complains. I guess well, it's not I mean, a complaint. It's, 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 you know, it's the way the economy's going, John. We just we can't afford a new song and then do another new song. So we'll save our pennies and, and wait for next summer. Is that okay? Over and out. Center All Night continues with Jay Reynolds. Thanks for making Sports Center All Night part of your night. 
WNBA, the two semifinal series getting underway Sunday. Aces taking care of business at home while Connecticut grabs the first game on the road in New York against the Liberty. Stewart hits both up to 15 points. Bonner, one second left. Bonner fading and hitting at the buzzer. Tawana Bonner knocks it down. Tawana Bonner with 20 points. First player in Sun history with three straight 20-point games in the playoffs. Sun, 78-63 win over the Liberty in the opener of that series. Liberty with 23 points in the second half. Fewest in any half this season. They recorded season lows in both points and field goal percentage. Meanwhile, the top-seeded Aces, a 97-83 win over the Wings in Las Vegas in the opener of their series. Vegas has won its first three playoff games this postseason by an average of more than 21 points per game. This one was 97-83. ESPN analyst Andrea Carter and Carolyn Peck. I think the biggest takeaway is the team with home court took care of game one, so they've taken a little pressure off of themselves. Mm -hmm. Now they could potentially win game two, go on the road, and close this thing out in three. I think that has Las Vegas feeling really good about themselves. Also, just the multitude of weapons that the Aces have on offense, whether it's Asia Wilson, whether it's Jackie Young, Kelsey Plum, Chelsea Gray, those four, the way that they play together, how connected they are on the offensive end, as well as on the defensive end, their poise that they play with on both sides, they don't take a lot of on defense they take great shots on offense Dallas did the opposite of that today I think their poise and experience really showed what has to change in game two for the wings well number one Dallas has got to figure out their ball screen defense they've got to figure out when Tierra McCowan is in a ball screen what the rotations are going to be and then their shot selections I think that Dallas needs to take better shots from the perimeter. Yeah, I think they're going to have to get stops. So whatever they do on defense so they can get out and running in transition before the Aces set up their defense, that'll be important. Dallas Wings have now lost their last eight road games against the Aces in Las Vegas. Each of those series will play game two on Tuesday. The semifinals are on ESPN. Sports Center all night, ESPN Radio. Kick is up. End over end. It is no, no good. good. And there is your dagger. It's not easy. It's a total team win right there. Everybody's got to you know, step up and make plays, and we did all phase of the end. Back to the NFL. What an afternoon at Lambeau. Packers trailed 17-0 in the fourth, but turns out they weren't done. Three receivers left. Dobbs to the right once again. Taylor to the right side of Jordan Love in the shotgun. Takes the snap. Love throws right side. Back shoulder. Leaping grab. Romeo Dobbs. Touchdown. Green Bay Packers. Sensational throw and catch. Oh, my goodness. Jordan Love with a touchdown run in the fourth. Then that touchdown pass with three minutes to go. Gave the Packers a one-point lead. New Orleans did have a shot at the win. Blake Groupie. To give New Orleans the lead. Here's the snap. Placement kick is up. End over end. It is no, no good. good. No, no good. good. No, no good. good. And there is your dagger. Oh my goodness. Jubilation here in Green Bay. 620 WTMJ Packers win it 18-17 over the Saints for Green Bay. Second win in franchise history when trailing by at least 17 points going into the fourth quarter. The other win was in 2018, the home opener against the Bears in Week 1. Packers winning now their home opener for the 11th consecutive season. Saints blow the lead and they lose. They had a 97.5% win probability in the fourth quarter. 
but they fall to the Packers. Derek Carr left the game in the third with a shoulder injury. His coach, Dennis Allen. I mean, he was, you know, frustrated. You know, he was hurt. So, and then they took him in the medical tent and, you know, told me he'd be out for the game, which, and so they said they were taking him to get some uh, evaluation, and then we'll see where that goes. Saints did extend the franchise record to 11 straight games of holding opponents under 20 points. 20 points or fewer, but they wind up losing 18-17. Browns lost running back Nick Chubb on Monday. Jerome Ford getting the nod now. Watson is in an empty backfield. Two receivers right, two receivers left. First and 10 at the Tennessee 20 on the right edge. He gets the snap. Watson looking down the left side. He's got a wide open throw. Ford for a ESPN 850 WKNR, Browns a 27-3 win over the Titans. Jerome Ford, team high 10 rushes for 18 yards. Rushing touchdown. Browns get the win. Titans, three points. Third fewest under Mike Vrabel as head coach. The other two were shutouts. I mean, again, in every phase, you can start with me and go all the way down. You know, that, that's, you know, whether it was coaching, whether it's our pass rush, their pass rush, their O-line. Their, their ability to hit hit some plays down the field, penalties, every category. You know I mean, it's going to be the same thing for each one. You know, it's important for us to stick together. Uh, it's a, it, you, you play like that in this league. You coach like this in this league. You get your plain and simple. Uh, you know, but we'll be back. We're going we're to get back to work. Tennessee falls to one and two on the season. As for the Browns, Deshaun Watson. Two touchdowns, 27 of 33. Two and a half yards per rush. Worse than a game since 2021. Sports Center All Night ESPN Radio. The Monday Night Football Preview brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Once again this week, two more matchups on Monday night. ESPN analyst Herm Edwards with our Shea Cornette. Eagles and the Bucks, both teams 2-0 and heading into Monday night. Yeah, Baker Mayfield's doing a nice job, um, obviously, uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Eagles uh, undefeated. Haven't played... Crisp, I would say, uh, but still are two and zero against two good football teams. This will be a nice game, I think. We'll find out a lot about both these teams tonight. The second of the doubleheader: Rams and Bengals. Rams better than advertised. It feels like so far this year. They sit at one and one. Last game not great, but the first game pretty good of the season. And again, the Bengals zero and two, and not sure if they're going to have their starting quarterback. Well, if I'm Cincinnati, I'm, I'm you're not going to see the starting quarterback. And, and you're right. The Rams have gotten off. Quietly to a nice start. No one anticipated this out of the Rams. They're playing well uh, offensively um, and um, defensively as well. 99, all of a sudden, he, he looks like Aaron Donald that can be a dominant player. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be a good game, I, I think, for both teams. Eagles and Buccaneers at 2-0. and They meet in one of the Monday Night Football matchups. It's on ABC and ESPN+. Plus. Bengals host the Rams on ESPN+. And ESPN2, the Monday Night Football Preview, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. It's a number we don't often talk about. It's next. It's ESPN Radio. Hey, it's Greeny, and what a Sunday in the NFL. The Dolphins and Bills go crazy. The Packers come from behind, and Zach Wilson absolutely stinks. We'll talk about all of it Monday morning. It's Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. 
Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face -face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. For fantasy purposes, what we would want would be Justin Fields running a ton yes. like he did last year, not how seldom he has been used for the first two games. The Fantasy Focus Football Podcast. Check it out on the ESPN app or wherever you listen to podcasts. FX's American Horror Story, delicate. Do you want an Oscar? Yes. Do you want it as much as a baby? Yes. Then do whatever I say to get it. Emma Roberts. Get away from my baby! Cara Delevingne. Congratulations. And Kim Kardashian. Rock my baby. FX's American Horror Story, Delicate, Part 1. All new Wednesdays on FX. Stream on Hulu. Chris Carlin, Joe Fortenball. This is Carlin versus Joe. Dallas plus 360 to win the NFC. It's a good bet. It's a three-horse race. It's them, Philadelphia, and San Francisco. And if one of those two teams has a debilitating injury, boom, it becomes a two-horse race. Well, what you would need to know is a better than a 31.1% chance of winning the <laughs> NFC and getting to the Super Bowl. Do you believe that? It's not a good bet. Carlin versus Joe. Weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Sunday, October 1st at 9.30 a.m. Eastern, live from London and exclusively on ESPN+. Kyle Pitts and the Falcons take on Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars at historic Wembley Stadium. Grab your morning tea and get ready for football. Falcons-Jaguars, Sunday, October 1st at 9.30 a.m. Eastern. Go to ESPNplus.com to watch. Hey, it's Evan Cohen coming up Monday. We'll recap all the football action from the weekend as well as get you ready for two Monday night games. It's Unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. Center All Night continues with Jay Reynolds. Sports Center, up. Sports Center All Night presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, RVs, for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. Half hour headlines on Sports Center All Night. Texas leads the AL West heading into the final week of the regular season. Cowboys are upset in week three in Arizona. Good news for the Broncos. They scored 20 against the Dolphins. The bad news, they lose by 50. 
The pitch to A.J. Oh, oh, the left side. 40, 50. He's gone. 30. Nobody's going to catch the A.J. Touchdown, Miami. Wins that one decisively by a score of 70 to 20. Obviously, uh, that was embarrassing and uh, tough to watch. There weren't a lot of positives to take from that game. Tired of losing, man. Been here for seven years and all I've done is loss. And it's frustrating. Seven is a number you can get for a touchdown and an extra point. But a seven is not a number we often see in the first part of a score in the NFL. 70 to 20. Dolphins get the win over the Broncos. Dolphins are the fourth team in NFL history to score 70 in a single game. Earlier on ESPN Radio, former NFL running back Brandon Jacobs with our Jeff Turn. There are a couple of things that I find humor in. One of them is the Broncos' misery as of late, specifically revolving around the we-can-just-flip-the-switch-and-turn-things-around-quickly mentality that they did a season ago and this year. Well... Sean Payton has not been the answer to the woes that the Broncos faced a year ago, and Russell Wilson hasn't looked a lot better. The Miami Dolphins looking like a powerhouse in college football, and the Broncos looking like a downtrodden Power 5 team. Dolphins dominate all day long, 70 points on the day. Brandon, you ever seen something like this? I have never seen anything so absurd in the National Football League. This is crazy. I, you know, when I, I, I watched it, I'm like, oh, my God, I cannot believe they're putting up so many points. The Broncos don't even look like they're on the field. They don't they, like I thought I said I, I thought I saw the Giants take a beating in week one. Now, this is a beating for real here. 70 point game for the Dolphins, 130 points on the season. They're the second team since 1940 to record 300 yards passing and 300 yards rushing in a single game. In New Jersey, at MetLife, chilly, rainy, just kind of an all-around miserable kind of day for the Jets. First down and 10 from their own 38, Zach Wilson out of the shotgun, off the play action. Wilson has all sorts of time, now in trouble, and he'll take the sack back at the 23-yard line. He may have Garrett Wilson for a touchdown on a post. Third and 15. Wilson out of the shotgun. He's standing at the goal line. Takes the snap. New England rushing four. Wilson in the end zone. He's hit. And he's going to be brought down for the safety. There's the signal. Matthew Judon gets to Zach Wilson in the end zone for the safety. Third sack of the game for New England. And it comes in the Jets' end zone and gives New England a five-point lead with 2.19 to go. Five points would be the decisive margin. 15 to 10, Patriots get the victory over the Jets. They've won 15 straight meetings. Jets' 15-game losing streak against the Patriots, longest against any single opponent in franchise history. You heard it here on ESPN Radio. Steve Levy and Mike Tannenbaum have the call for us. Steve? Thanks very much. Back here in the Meadowlands, the story remains the same. In terms of the New England Patriots beating the New York Jets, it's just it's how they do it. It's 15 consecutive wins for the Patriots over the Jets, hardly a rivalry. And then you look at how this game went. The Jets actually were able to hang in there for the entire game and have a chance down to the very last second. Let's start with New England, though. They win the game and really save their season. Nobody's coming back from 0-3. And so all of a sudden, the Patriots will be relevant again. And the defense did a good job, and the offense did enough. Yeah, and, you know, it's interesting because they're going to be playing a team next week very similar in Dallas, which is, again, we talked about all during the broadcast. 
Mac Jones was very efficient. I questioned some of the third down calls, taking these low percentage throws down the field. But beyond that, I thought he was tough. He was accurate. He played with really good anticipation. Kendrick Bourne made a, n- a couple of nice plays. And they got their tight ends involved. And, you know, Farrell Brown turns out to make the, the play that was the difference in the game. Yeah, the one real big play. And I agree. I think Mac Jones has played very well. And those play calls, that's not really on him necessarily, right? That's that's right. coming from Bill O'Brien. Yeah, and, I, and I'm, I'm just surprised. Like, Coach O'Brien's an experienced guy. Like, you got to know the feel of the game is like, hey, like, let's just get the ball Checked the ball down a couple uh, times. I thought they could have run it on third down, uh, and they threw the ball down the field, and uh, candidly, that helped keep the uh, Jets in the game. All right, as for the Jets, we saw some dissension on the sidelines. There's definitely going to be some dissension bubbling over in that locker room. How do the Jets go forward now with with more poor quarterback play by Zach Wood? Not all on him, of course, but but the Jets need to make a move at quarterback now. Yeah, and, and, and here's the problem. Like, all other players are being held accountable by playtime. And, you know, we saw J.C. Jackson get uh, in a- deactive today for the Chargers. And when you don't hold your quarterback accountable, Steve, that really hurts your organization because if everybody else is being held accountable to a standard and you're not holding the quarterback, what do we stand for? So it's going to be interesting because in this market, everything is, you know, times 10, good or bad. And um, Robert Sala is going to have his hands full. I don't think he realizes the problem he's creating. Yeah, hard to be Mr. Sunshine after an or an after left effort like this. So amazingly, the Patriots and the Jets are both one and two, yet they feel like they are worlds apart. Mike, always a pleasure. From Mike Tannenbaum, I'm Steve Levy, right here on your home for the football Sunday game of the week on ESPN Radio. Back to the studio. All right, Steve. Jets scoring fewer than twenty points in twenty-one games under Robert Sala. Sports Center all night, ESPN Radio. Bills, meanwhile. A route of Washington, 37-3. Bills, 29th game, scoring 30 or more since the start of 2020. That's the most in the NFL over that span. Josh Allen, 20 of 32, 218 yards passing, one passing touchdown, one rushing touchdown. Week four matchup between you and the Dolphins. The Dolphins currently have 70 points on offense. You guys put up 37 of your own. What do you expect out of, obviously very early, but this AFC matchup? Uh, it's going to be a dogfight. It has been for the last couple of years, and you know, as a, as a quarterback, I don't gotta, I don't focus on what they're doing on their side of the ball. You know, we're just trying to figure out what their what their defense is going to do and how they're going to play us, play us, and uh, just got to put together a good week of practice and a good game plan and go out there and execute. Bills get the big one over the Commanders in Week Three as well. Patriots getting their first win of the season in the AFC East. So do the Chargers. Herbert goes to the end zone, tipped in the air, caught Palmer, touchdown, Chargers. Never give up. Never give up on a play. Chargers get the lead. Vikings had a chance to rally behind Kirk Cousins. In the shotgun, Cousins to pass to the end zone. Up in the air and intercepted. Intercepted in the end zone. Kenneth Murray. Oh, the ball was up in the air for an eternity. And Murray has the concentration to secure it. All 98.7 in Los Angeles. Chargers hang on for the 28-24 win over the Vikings. Vikings first 0-3 start since 2020. So they're 0-3. Denver is 0-3. The Bears are 0-3. So are the Panthers who fall to the Seahawks by 10. 37-27 Seahawks scoring at least 35 points in back-to-back games. Sports Center all night, ESPN Radio. Colts and Ravens went to overtime. 
There it is. Placement. Kick is on its way. It has the distance. It's up, and it is good! Ball game! I-N-D-Y! Oh, my God, what a great win! You get the victory in overtime. 107.5 FM, 1070. The fan Colts, a 22-19 win over the Ravens on Matt Gay's fifth field goal of the day. 53-yard game winner in overtime. Texans, a 37-17 win over the Jags. C.J. Stroud throws for 280 yards and a couple of touchdowns. Lions beat the Falcons 20-6. Lions scoring 20 points in 12 straight games. The Sunday night football matchup, Steelers and Raiders. Bootleg left. Throws for the end zone. Touchdown, Steelers. Pat Fryermuth, his second of the year. And Kenny Pickett feels it. Sweet move. That's what it is right there. What a great job. WDVE with the call. Steelers, a 23-18 win over the Raiders. Kenny Pickett, 16 of 28, 235 yards passing, two touchdowns. First career game with two touchdown passes. Yeah, I think we're on track to getting it back. I mean, there was, there's, you know, it's never a perfect game. There's things that, you know, we wish we had back, and there's plays. There's always, that's always going to be the case, but I think we're definitely getting towards that, that, um, that step that we needed to have back. Kenny Pickett and the Steelers getting the win. T.J. Watt, two sacks, six sacks on the season. Already passes last season's sack total of five and a half. Sports Center all night, ESPN Radio. Fade route to Franklin. He's got it. Touchdown, Orion. We're not done yet. We're not satisfied. I hope all those people that have been watching every week are watching this week. It's a good old-fashioned butt kicking. It's no excuses, no nothing. Their coaches did a heck of a job preparing their team. Obviously, we didn't. If you were watching or listening on Learfield, you saw Colorado get stomped by Oregon this weekend. On the heels of that loss, Colorado falling out of the top 25. Earlier on ESPN Radio, our Peter Burns. Ultimately, this was a good loss for Deion Sanders. And the reason why I say that is that at some point, you have to understand who your team is. And what their team is, and I believe Dion knows that, is not a team that can play physical football right now. Not with a team that Dan Lanning has built in Oregon that really mimics the team that he came from in Kirby Smart's Georgia Bulldogs, where they're really big up front and they're dominant and aggressive on both lines of scrimmage. That is not Dion Sanders in Colorado yet, but I'm a firm believer that that loss is going to be as important as any win that Colorado is going to have this season. If for no other reason, it's going to tell you that lesson. you got to get better at this line of scrimmage and that line of scrimmage if you truly want to compete and have the wins and not the clicks. Colorado going from 19th to out of the poll this week. There were six teams that received first-place votes this week. Georgia still at number one, although they're down to 55 First place votes. Michigan remains number two. They get a first place uh, vote. Texas stays at number three with two nods for number one. Ohio State moves up a couple of spots to number four. Gets a first place vote after their win over maybe the game of the weekend when they beat Notre Dame. Much more reaction coming up this morning on Sportsmanlike 6 to 10 Eastern Time with Evan, Chris, and Michelle Greeny until noon here on ESPN Radio. Right now, Sports Center all night. Back to baseball and Sunday night. One strike pitch to Taylor. Swing and a liner right center. This will win it for the Dodgers. Into the alleyway. Rosario is in to score and the Dodgers walk it off. That's how it's honored here 
on ESPN Radio. Dodgers in 10 beat the Giants 3-2 to for the Dodgers. Their seventh walk-off win this season. You heard it here on ESPN Radio. Roxy Bernstein and Doug Glanville had the call for us. Roxy? All right. Here we go. In. All right, Roxy. We'll... We'll get we'll check back with you. Chris Taylor, one for four with that walk-off RBI single, third career walk-off hit in the regular season, and the first since 2018. Speaking of walking off, it happened Sunday in Chicago. You'll hear that next. Sports Center All Night continues. It's ESPN Radio. It's your resident Super Bowl champ, Chris Candy. Coming up Monday, I'll give you my biggest takeaways from week three in the NFL. It's Unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. ESPN Radio, Sports Center all night. More next. Evan, Canty, and Michelle are unsportsmanlike. Could you top the Bears in terms of dumpster fire? Right it's now? hard to do that right now, but I'll point to the New York Mets. They, oh, came, they, they came into this year with the highest payroll in baseball. They are absolutely awful for a franchise that had championship aspirations. You thought that this was the year that they were going to break through. No, it's more the same. Unsportsmanlike. Weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. is American Horror Story delicate. Do you want an Oscar? Yes. Do you want it as much as a baby? Yes. Then do whatever I say to get it. Emma Roberts. Get away from my baby! Cara Delevingne. Congratulations. And Kim Kardashian. Rock my baby. FX's American Horror Story Delicate Part 1. All new Wednesdays on FX. Stream on Hulu. A guy stopped me and said, has anyone ever told you that you look just like these things? And I said, yeah, happens all the time. He said, boy, I bet that pisses you off. Listen to the College Game Day Podcast with Reese Davis and Pete Thamel, wherever you listen to podcasts. This way from Shelby, previously on the Paul Feinbaum Show. Strike up the band. Legend is next. But it's good love. I'm enjoying it. Ain't you Alabama players? Ain't you Nick Saban? I'm enjoying the hell out of it. And just so Texas fans and all you haters understand how I really feel, horns down, middle finger up. The Paul Feinbaum Show. Weekdays at 3 Eastern on the ESPN app and on the SEC Network. Monday, Carlin versus Joe Belichick still owns the Jets. Taylor Swift sees the Chiefs embarrass the Bears, and the Dolphins put up 70. Monday, Carlin versus Joe. Noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Falcons and Jaguars are playing Sunday, October 1st at 9.30 a.m. Eastern in London. And they're also playing in Andy's room? That's right, it's the NFL like you've never seen it before. The live game will transform into the world of Toy Story in real time. You'll see the same action that's happening on the field, but in a whole new way. Join Buzz, Woody, and all their friends Sunday, October 1st at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on ESPN+. Plus. The all-new 
ESPN Radio Morning Show, Unsportsmanlike. At what point are we going to acknowledge that Josh Allen is a great quarterback, but Josh Allen is also an overrated quarterback? Chris Canty, Evan Cohen, and Michelle Smallman. 20 years running into guys that are my size. Does it sound like fun? Chris, Evan, and Michelle. Nobody can work the room like Coach Prime. And the people that like it are going to love it. People that hate it, they're going to hate him even more. Unsportsmanlike. Weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Center All Night continues with Jay Reynolds. Sports Center All Night, ESPN Radio. Here we are, late September, and we've got another week to go in the regular season in Major League Baseball's Sunday night NL West matchup. One strike pitch to Taylor. Swing and a liner right center. This will win it for the Dodgers. Into the alleyway. Rosario is in to score, and the Dodgers walk it off. There you go. You heard it here on ESPN Radio. In 10, Dodgers get the win over the Giants. Chris Taylor with the walk-off single third career walk-off hit in the regular season. As promised, Roxy Bernstein, Doug Glanville. Roxy? All right, Jay. A fun ball game in L.A. We went extras on Sunday Night Baseball. And the Dodgers walk it off. Another dramatic win for L.A. They keep their hopes alive for the top seed in the National League. It's not going to be easy. They trail the Braves by three and a half. But also at the same time, they're bitter arch rivals. They didn't completely knock them out of a playoff spot potentially, but the Giants now with a week to go are on life support as far as the postseason. Well, the Giants, you know, are, are definitely in trouble. But the Dodgers, look, they, they need these critical games because there's times previously that they had so many wins, they had such a cushion. It was like, all right, what are these games for? Well, there's still a lot at stake here. They could get home field advantage. They can knock out their rival Giants. So Dave Roberts put everybody in the position. He kept making changes to try to get the best matchup. This was not, like, mailed in at all. And you, you see the Dodgers' capabilities all here. They got Lance Lynn to get a good quality start. The bullpen handled the rest, shut him down from that point. Big hits from Taylor, contributors from role players, Mookie Betts doing Mookie Betts things defensively and finding ways to get on base. So they showed all their skills in one shot, and this is what they do. They, they have an offense that can win big games by high-scoring affairs, and they can win the close ones as well. And they won a close one in extra innings tonight against the best extra inning team in baseball this year. The Dodgers getting a homer from James Outman, but this is a team that's all year relied on their offense. They were shut down tonight, but as they head to the postseason, Doug, these are the type of games the Dodgers are going to have to find a way to win. Well, they will, and because we know their starting pitching is hurt. You know, they've just had so many injuries, and they're going to have to find a rotation that works, and that's the challenge. If these pitchers don't go deep in games, they're going to need their bullpen, or they're going to have to score a lot of runs, and they have the capability to put up the runs. They're second in all these major categories on base percentage, runs per game, where they can really show that their offense is there. And they have a lot of different looks that they can come off the bench to create the right matchups to accomplish that. And they find a way to win it in 10. 96 wins for the Dodgers. Still have a chance to get to 100 as they beat the Giants in extras by a final of 3-2. to For my partner, Doug Glanville, Roxy Bernstein, right here 
on your home for every game of the postseason. Major League Baseball and ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Now we go back to the studio and Jay Reynolds. All right, Roxy. Then there's the wild card Phillies with a 5-2 win over the Mets. Phillies at the top of the standings. There are four teams within three games for the other two spots. Diamondbacks beat the Yankees 7-1. They've won six of their last seven. Cubs a 4-3 win over the Rockies. Marlins take care of the Brewers 6-1. Brewers would have clinched the NL Central had they won or had the Cubs lost. Neither of those happened. Reds a 4-2 win over the Pirates. So Philly sitting at the top of the wild card. Arizona in the number two spot. They're a half game ahead of the Cubs who are in the three spot. Marlins are a game behind them. Reds two and a half out of a wild card spot. Sports Center all night. ESPN Radio, U.S. Women's Soccer, a 2-0 win over South Africa in their friendly Sunday in Chicago. Marked the final appearance for Megan Rapino with the team. When I think about what it means to me to represent not only this team, um, but our country, it's just that. We're just a little snapshot of all of you. We have fought so hard on the field, had so much fun, been so successful. We fought so hard off the field to continue to create to continue to create more space for ourselves to be who we are, but hopefully in turn more space for you guys to be who you are. It has been such an honor to be able to wear this shirt and to play with all these amazing players and to just live out my childhood dream casually, just like in front of the world. I'm not going to like go away forever, don't worry. Um, I'm one of you guys now, so thank you so much. And I guess that's it. Love you guys. 38-year-old Rapino presented with a framed jersey representing her 203 games with Team USA. Rapino exited the game in the 54th minute. At the track, William Byron takes the lead after the final restart with six laps left. Wins at Texas. He advances to the round of eight in the NASCAR playoffs. Back to the NFL where Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs keep the Bears winless. Kelsey's mom on hand hanging out with Taylor Swift, who was there after Travis Kelsey's invitation. Earlier on ESPN Radio, our Drew Carter. I love Taylor Swift, and I'm not just saying that. Do I consider myself a Swifty? Probably not, because I'm not a poser. Like, I like her music. Right. I'm not going to, I'm not dropping 500 to go see her at the Aero Store. I'm not dressing up in Periwinkle and Lavender to go do that. No hate to anyone who does. Just yeah. not really my thing, but I do love her music. Sparks Fly, Enchanted, my favorite Taylor Swift songs. There we go. Taylor Swift on hand at Arrowhead, which resulted in one of the big wins of the day in week three. Let's check in with Chris Smith for the top sounds from Sunday. Number four. All right, Jay, with Taylor Swift in attendance at Arrowhead, Pat Mahomes reached 25,000 passing yards in just 83 career games, the fastest in NFL history. The call on 106.5, the Wolf. Third and seven, Mahomes. And the Chiefs at their own 39, a twist by the Bears. Mahomes sees it. Comes near side, Marquez Valdez-Scantling at the 30, near side, 25. Hit from behind. This one will stand. And Patrick Mahomes is now over 25,000 yards passing in his career with that 38-yard pass to Marquez Valdez-Scanling. Mahomes, the fastest to get to 25,000 passing yards in National Football League history by seven games. 
Number three. Chris Taylor was in the right place at the right time in extra innings with a heads-up defensive play on a slick double play and also his bat. The call on ESPN Radio. One strike pitch to Taylor. Swing and a liner right center. This will win it for the Dodgers. Into the alleyway. Rosario is in to score and the Dodgers walk it off. Number two. Indy kicker Mac A made a record four kicks from beyond 50 yards, including a 53-yarder that tied it up in the final minute of regulation. Then came his chance in overtime. The call on 1070 to the fan. There it is. Placement. Kick is on its way. It has the distance. It's up and it is good! Ball game! I-N-D-Y! Oh my God, what a great win! Number one. And finally, the Dolphins scored the most points in a game by an NFL team since 1966 as the Fish put up 70 on the Broncos. And everyone was getting in on the fun. The call on 560 WQAM. The pitch to Uh-oh. He's gone. 30. Nobody's going to catch the A-chain. Dolphins dropped 70 on the Broncos. And their coach, Sean Payton, he, of course, the one who made headlines saying Nathaniel Hackett's tenure in Denver was, quote, one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL. Kind of upset with what he did with Russell Wilson. Wilson on Sunday's loss. Um, from a leadership standpoint, I think the biggest thing that we have to do is learn is every, everything that we can from the film. Uh, learn what we did well. Learn what we didn't do so well. Um, learn that, you know, uh, every game has a history of its own. And uh, that was one we want to put in our, in our you know, not, not think about anymore, but we have to learn from, though, still. And I think the best thing that we can do is come back on Monday and, um, and have the best film session we can have, have the best work ethic we can have. Everybody's given, you know, they're all, but there's, mo- there's more. There's more that we can do, and uh, we'll make sure we do that. They weren't the only ones to lose on Sunday. Another embarrassing loss, and you'll hear from their head coach next as SportsCenter All Night continues at ESPN Radio. Hey, it's Michelle Smallman. Coming up Monday, I'll tell you all the small things I saw this weekend that you need to know. It's Unsportsmanlike, 6 a.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and ESPNU. The top headlines are next on SportsCenter All Night. Hun, we need to stop putting off getting life insurance. I know. It's just been so busy, and I'm sure the cost is out of our budget. Well, Jen told me that they got a $500,000 term life insurance policy from Ethos for less than $23 a month. All online with no complicated forms and no medical exam. All they had to do was answer a few health questions. Wait, no medical exam and all online? I know, right? It's not easy to think about, but if something happened to you, James and I would be... Okay, I get it. Let's get a quote from Ethos right now. Wow, you were right. There's no medical exam. And Ethos makes the whole online process fast and easy. And look at these rates and coverage options. It's great protection and totally fits our budget. Ethos. They've removed all the barriers from getting coverage. Go to checkethos.com to get your free online quote. That's checkethos.com. Quote based on a healthy, non-smoking 30-year-old male with a 20-year term policy. Rates may vary.